Call me back so I know you're okay. Why are you here? You came here for answers. History is what's troubling you. I think you've done some terrible things. You gonna kill me? Welcome back. This is Black Lightning Matters. Carefree Black Nerd Review over CW, DC, Tony Isabella's Black Lightning. I am your co-host, Rain Coleman. And of course, I have my other esteemed co-host with me today. Go ahead, let these folks know who the fuck on the mic, bruh. Hi, what's up? It's me, Cole Jackson, <laughs> on the microphone, bro. And we're kicking it live here on the Black Lightning Matters podcast. Yeah. <laughs> we see, we see, we see, we back after this, I don't know what, two-week hiatus. Out the, out the gate, I apologize, everybody, for not being here for the pregame and for the live tweet. I kind of forgot that Black Lightning was going to be back on March the 4th, and I had made plans for this little music video uh, movie fest or short movie film festival that I went to. Mm-hmm. And so when <laughs> when Rain was like, you down for Monday? And I was like, oh, shit, <laughs> that was real because I had completely forgot that Black Lightning was coming back. <laughs> but in my defense, I really feel like these fucking hiatuses are dumb as shit. Absolutely. And it was only three. It was only three episodes left. I don't understand the, the logic. So. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 Oh, by the way, there's somebody on on my Instagram that completely loves Nefessa Williams. Like he posts pictures of her all the time. Oh yeah. And I just give these. I give him these. Uh, the I can't remember what emoji it is. The straight face emoji because I don't understand. Well, you know, everybody got their fan club. Yes. <laughs> yeah, Team Nefessa. I, I can't suppose. wait to talk about her fan club. Man. Yeah, well, well, I can't wait to talk about this episode of Team Nefessa Williams. Man, say, this episode was fucking wild as hell. Um, She's a good way to come back, though. Oh, absolutely. This, if they had a came back from the last hiatus like this, or ended the last hiatus, like or whatever, this, yeah. So, this is Season 2, Episode 14, The Book of Secrets, Chapter 4, Original Sin. Uh, I don't know that I understand what that was referring to, if murder was the original sin, or what. But, I don't know, whatever, that's neither here nor there. This shit was good. Very interesting, very interesting episode. Mm -hmm, Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Who was it? Yeah, it felt like a season finale. Mm-hmm. It did. Except the ending, not so... Well, yeah, actually the ending very much did. Because it was kind of sort of a happy ending. So, yeah, but it felt like a a season finale. Um, so, <laughs> right out the gate, the first thing I tweeted was like, I'm satisfied. I'm satisfied. Two Two seconds in, I didn't need to see no more. Why? Lala is back. Lala came back. Uh, unexpected. Yeah. How unexpected was that? Like, I was like, this is random as fuck. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But you know what I'm thinking is that because Will Catlett, who plays Lala, is on other shows, I think these hiatuses probably worked out in their favor 
where he probably only was able to do one or two episodes, and they was like, well, you know, throw that shit at the end or something. So, but I liked it. I liked that they didn't say anything about it. If they did, I don't think so. I think everybody was surprised when Will, when uh, Lala showed up. I was super surprised, but excited because... Kind of the scene kind of opens up with just you see some feet walking and you see somebody with a pistol. Yeah, and you thinking I was thinking like okay they got random goon number five that's gonna like <laughs> do something crazy in uh, Garfield. And yeah, and it pans up and it's Lala and yes. it's like he's looking for a motherfucker. Yes, and yes. Then I was like oh shit. Yeah, and yeah. then finds out that he's looking for Jefferson Pierce who yeah. happens to be grading papers. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Only one in the school. I'm willing to accept that. I was like, what the fuck? This the nigga, this nigga by, by himself? But I'm willing right, to right, accept right. that because of what comes next. And I like how Jefferson looks like he's seen a fucking ghost. Go- he did. Like. He's seen a ghost. That nigga's dead. He was yes. supposed to be dead. He said, Latavius. He said, why the fuck you keep calling me that? Like, nigga, that ain't my name. I'm Lala. You know my name, nigga. <laughs> um Man. Let me say this real quick. Yeah. Like, I miss Lala. I yeah. miss his... I miss him. Yep. Like, he's actually a really... He's a really good character. He mm-hmm. was a really good character in season one. He's ruthless as fuck. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. he I, I I feel the same exact way. And like I said, I'm sticking true to that tweet. When I saw him on screen, I said, I'm good. I'm satisfied. There's, no, there's nothing else that you can do. I mean, there is. That could be... Like, I'm satisfied. Everything else after he showed up was just icing on the cake. He's a good character. He's an amazing actor. I have a personal kind of, not connection, it sounds stalkerish. I'll just say, for lack of a better term, I have a personal connection with him because I've watched him over the years on different web series. So to see him, quote-unquote, make it, you know, getting seen by more than just those of us who like YouTube shows... I'm I'm rooting for him, and I, that has to be part of the reason why I'm just head over heels happy for him. Like, yeah. nigga, you you doing it? I want to meet him one day. I would love to take a selfie with this motherfucker for real. Like, I'm a fan. So yeah, and like I said, hands down, he's just a good actor. He he did really well in this episode, and this was a very intimate like character study. It wasn't a grand. Um, it wasn't a grand, over-the-top, campy mm-hmm. series of scenes. And then with him comes one of my favorites, LaWanda. LaWanda right. and Will. Like, I, there's so much to him. Like, mm-hmm. he made such a vast impression. And he was in that room with Jefferson for 99.9% of the time he was on screen. Which, to be honest with you, man, I really wish that we could have had that whole episode with Lala and Jefferson mm-hmm. and just them two in that room I think I know a lot of people are like how would you pull it off I think they could have pulled it off because the back and forth that they was having yes. and it's like Jefferson don't know what the fuck's going on you know what I'm saying mm-hmm. like it was just it was cool you know what I'm saying it was like mm-hmm. a cool situation man like I, I enjoyed them being in that room together yeah um, going back and forth, mm-hmm. and I like Jefferson. Like, uh, you know, shouts out to uh, you know Jefferson Pierce, like uh, Chris uh, Williams. Chris uh, Williams. Chris Williams. Uh, shout out to him for his acting ability yeah. in this episode. Oh, too. he killed like, it! He killed it. Um, 
I just enjoyed this, and it was good, and it, and it gave me, it was real cool to kind of have something different, like, yeah, yeah. you know, I always enjoyed Tobias, don't get me wrong, yeah. but Tobias wasn't in this episode, but with Lala being in this episode, it, it just was made okay. up for it, man. Right, I, right. I, I, I loved it. Yeah. I loved it. I, I really like this show, and it's a testament to how good it is. And, of course, you want the good guys to win, quote-unquote good guys. But I am platonically in love with Lala and Tobias and Todd and even Cutter now. Like, your villains are so interesting, and you've written, you've written them so well, and they fit so well into the story that I'm rooting for them. You know, I'm rooting for everybody. I want everybody to win. But, like, I really... I'm into these characters. Even Odell. Not that he wasn't an interesting character before. But the the things that develop with him throughout this episode. It's like, damn, nigga. I want to see more of what you got under your sleeve. Like, oh, man. This is is an awesome actor. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Like, this is... I just... Man... Off of the strength of the villains alone, they have to get a fourth season. Like you got to, yeah. you got to. Um, but yeah, I'm, I'm getting, getting back to Lala and uh, Jefferson. Lala comes in, and I, I was, I was a little concerned at the handling of him because I'm really into like American Horror Story. And for anyone out there who's seen Murder House, which was the first season, the way that they treated the dead in that show was really good. But I was afraid they were handling Lala in that same way. Um, or like some vampire type, oh, I can't be in the sunlight. But because he came in and he closed the blinds automatically. And then he like shot the um, security footage. Which now Garfield has security footage. So kudos to them for that. Uh, he said that shit don't work. Remember he said that ain't going to work. They can record that shit. That shit ain't working. I mean, uh, yeah. Girl, he didn't care. I, I honestly... Um, See, I looked at it in a different way. I looked at it as Lala being a gangster. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. I'm finna shoot and kill you. I don't want no witnesses, so I'm gonna close these blinds. You know what I'm saying? I'm yeah. gonna close these blinds okay. on you. I don't make sure ain't nobody gonna watch. You know, the, the camera can record all it wants to. It ain't, they ain't gonna find me. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Not for real. So I just looked at it as that nigga just being gangster as hell. Fuck it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So. Um. Something else I liked about this scene is the exchange of quotes from mm-hmm. Shakespeare to, uh, what was it, uh, Baldwin, was it? I don't know. I'm sorry, uh, y'all. And then they were trying to say, uh, one quote was like supposed to be from Theodore Roosevelt or something mm-hmm. like that, and it was not, and it's from, everybody think it's them. It, yeah, they were going back and forth with the quotes and stuff like that was good. But it felt like the most genuine use of, or convincing use of that quote shit that Jefferson is always throwing out, because it felt like between the two of them, this is your connection. Yeah, I you, though he don't know it, you are Black Lightning, and then me, I'm undead. Mm-hmm. And th- the point in which we kind of intersect is the past, where you were my principal and I was your student. And mm-hmm. this, no matter how gangster I've become, I still have these teachings and these sayings and these words that, um, even in depth, are still a part of me. So I did mm-hmm. like that. I did like that. And you find out that Lala was a good student, and he was just like, man, but the streets could teach me stuff that you could never teach me. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. The streets taught me some shit that, that y'all couldn't teach me for real. Honestly, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yes. I like that. 
that's it. That's what it is. Even now to this day, it ain't necessarily got to be the streets, but it's even shit like, you know, they're not teaching you how to file taxes and to balance checkbooks in school. You know what I'm saying? Like, so yeah, I, I see that. And it, it, I loved it, man. I, I can't sing the praises of this scene enough. It was just good as hell. Um, but we find out that Earl, now tell me this, cause I felt a little odd watching this. Were we supposed to fucking know who Earl was? Nope. Okay. Apparently not. I was like, who is this uh, nigga? Like, this is, but I'm not upset about it. You know oh, what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, I honestly was still kind of just like, I was intrigued because mm-hmm. you got Lala popping up out of nowhere. Yeah. Oh, over for this sure. dude Earl. So he got to, for me, I was like, it's got to be somebody important. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like yeah. his brother. You know, I'm thinking it was like his brother, like his, you know what I'm saying? His mm-hmm. cousin or somebody. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So, I, I didn't care. I was just like... No, no, no. I was okay. I was just like, am I supposed to know? Because the scene where he was shoved into the basketball rim, I either wasn't paying attention or just didn't see that scene at all until I rewatched it. So, when I watched it through the first time, I was like, who the fuck is Earl? Is this a nigga from season one? Like, mm-hmm. it was... But it didn't pull me out of the show. I was just like, all right, Earl, don't... Who killed Earl? This is the mystery of the episode. Um, so I was okay with that. But again, man, fucking phenomenal scene, man. Um, right, right. And, and one thing I do want to mention, though I am not watching the larger Arrow universe, I'm hearing nothing but good things about Arrow specifically. The Flash, I think I may be hearing mixed reviews, but also Black Lightning. So with these three shows, and not that you can't be a fan of everything, but... I'm looking at this and then looking at the DC Universe app and I'm like, Disney, Marvel, take a cue from, you know, take notes Mm -hmm. because Arrow has made it into what, eight seasons? Yeah. And again, I have not watched but a handful of episodes, but that's clearly a successful show. Just like this is one of the better seasons, man. Like I am, I am hooked. Mm -hmm. Like I... Well, honestly, I've been hooked on Arrow ever since the end of season, of the last season. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And this season started off, they've, they've literally been, I don't think I've watched a bad episode of Arrow this season. And okay. they've been consistent. It's been very consistent. Like, the story's been consistent. They haven't really jumped around. Um, we know what's going on. It's kind of lost a little bit of steam because it's been going through the same thing as far as, like, the hiatus. um hiatuses. Yeah. And I hate, I just... They take too many hiatuses, man. I don't get, especially when, because how many episodes is Arrow? Is it 22 or is it 16? Mm, I think it's like 16, 16, 17. I don't know the exact number. Yeah, you can't be, you can't just take, well, I mean, you can do what you want with your company, but God damn, why, yeah, they don't understand that shit is, especially when you can turn to something like a DC app or a, a, a streaming service and just watch everything straight through. That makes this a bit more frustrating. But one thing that I've noticed as far as, like, the CW, because I watch different stuff on the CW other than, um, you know, the Arrowverse stuff, yeah. is they always pushing that app because they always pushing that it's free. And they always just like, all right, guys, like, binge watch before we get back to, you know, uh, next week the new episode of Arrow comes mm-hmm, out. You might mm-hmm. want to binge watch everything beforehand or something but like that. But you so. know what? This is another thing that I, I, I've it's been on my mind, but I'm kind of just now verbalizing it. We do podcasts, so this might be a bit more frustrating for us versus the regular consumer who's just watching shows because they just enjoy it. Because I know for me, it's like, okay, 
I was frustrated with the hiatus, but these two weeks I've been able to get some stuff done. At the very least, I've been able to rest. Mm-hmm. But I am frustrated, like because we could have been halfway through the, we could have been done with the season by now. Yeah, there's um, only three episodes left. So you know, so I, I think you got to take that into consideration as well. But I watch so much stuff, I consume so much media in order to put out content, and it's like, yeah, when you get in the groove and you go MIA for five weeks and then come back for two and go away for two more. Ugh. And don't and don't even tell me up front like we're gonna have three episodes and then another they wait until that third episode and be like, Oh, we'll be back in June thirty second. Like what nigga, what? What? So eh, whatever. But I digress. Um this has been frustrating as the fuck, but we yeah, in here now. Really Speaking of frustration, oh. uh we get to see Gamby make an outfit for Jennifer. God I hate her hair. It looks shitty. <laughs> now do you she hate it like a, she look like she's part of kids google in vogue okay never gonna get it never gonna get yeah, it yeah she just look like she part of like get, get, get that girl like a hairstyle that looks worth a damn for for now please cause it just looks I it mean looks it, <sighs> it looks bad Rain. come on Rain. no I'm and just it's like, let me say this to you <laughs> Is it something about the pierces about when they get their superpowers they become lame? Because now Jennifer's kind of lame. She didn't got a superpower. She getting a costume and she's becoming a very Anissa-ish as far as like lame is concerned. There's no stress. When she had the stress of Khalil and being imprisoned in Castle Pierce, she was more interesting. Um, I think she's borderline corny now. I'm, I'm willing to forgive her because this is the first time that she's maybe appeared that way in a very long time. Um, I liked a lot of her lines, but there were a few in here where I was like, what the fuck are you talking about? Yeah, like, um, I was like, did you become this person? Like, ew. I don't know. Maybe. I mean, it's just, it's just like they got their power. She got her powers and she's about to get a suit. And then it's just like some, she just, I want to be stylish. And I don't yeah, like, that was very weird. Like, Coming from her, especially like when she looked at the the like the skirt and she was like, oh, "I want this." I think they're trying to force this. She's a kid onto the audience, like she is a kid, but they're trying to force it onto the audience in a way that is like, "Oh, remember, y'all? She's still 16." I'm like, coming off of the death, the brutal death, murder of Khalil, all the shit you've been through. I don't think that's something that she would want I think she'd be more like you know make sure this is bulletproof and make sure like I feel like she would be I don't know like that wouldn't be her concern of hers is a skirt especially when she came to her parents it was like I want to kill Tobias I'm about to kill him in a skirt ain't nobody thinking about no damn the hell? And then the shit she pulled up. Okay. I'm sorry. Okay. It just looks bad. She looks like, like a grown woman hairstyle. <laughs> like a like no, an adult she secretary. Looks like a freaking, she looks like a freaking poodle. A poodle? It just looks bad. Like fix <laughs> it. Yeah, no. She, she looks horrible. She looks like somebody aunt. You yeah. like my aunt that, that wear clear heels to a funeral. Oh my god, this nigga. <laughs> um, it's yeah. like, it just looks bad. Yeah, 
Yeah, it's not it's not the best, but you know, she But they gonna give her a ponytail too when she changes it That's what I was costume. thinking, but no, I bet her hair gonna stay that same, the same, just like that. I'm sure. Mm-hmm. Um so yeah, getting to the more interesting parts. Well no no, before we go switch scenes, Lynn came Lynn annoyed the hell out of me this episode. Me too. It's, I, it's, I'm starting, man. Lynn Hive, Lynn Hive is kind of going down. Yeah, she got two more episodes, and depending on how she ends the season, would determine if I'm still Lynn Hive. Because I was like, what the fuck is wrong with you? You are odd as hell. Sit down. She, like, what are y'all filming these? <laughs> that, like, and then, why is she not consistent? Why, what is... <sighs> oh, forget been, that. This has not been the best season for Lynn. And no. then, I think, I think... The season started out strong because of, of her doing the NASA thing and like Jefferson, I, I need to help these kids and mm-hmm. then having White Lynn mm-hmm. or Wynn mm-hmm. uh, go up against her and Odell, but then it just everything up until the point where the, the kids got killed and mm-hmm. the parents were mad, like mm-hmm. after that point, everything kind of just went downhill. She became a crackhead. Honestly, so Yes. Like, like, I mean, at the very least, a, a severe alcoholic. And I'm just like, this, I can, I, I don't know. I feel like, and I haven't seen Scandal in a long time, but I feel like she should have been more Olivia Pope. More like, let me just drink my big ass bucket of champagne or wine and break down in ways where when you weren't at home in your comfort space, you were still strong. She just seems... I don't like her. I, I bet Empress is just eating this up right now. That's fine. I, I mean, she earned it because this. I'm not feeling Lynn right now. I'm not. I'm I sorry. I don't want to give her the pleasure. <laughs> well, I tell you who I am feeling, and that is Lawanda and Will. Wow, my that, man. That's cool. Like I didn't really think they was gonna. Well, I should have known they was gonna pop up, but mm-hmm. it was cool that they did. Like, yeah, yeah, it was cool that. They even and a shout out to the uh, director, shout out to the editors, shout out to the uh, cameraman, shout out to the storyboard, whoever, because the way that they appeared in this scene, though it's just like every other scene they were in before, but because it's been so long and for them to be revealed the way they did where the camera kind of swiped right to left following Lala sitting in a seat. And it comes up behind him, and you just see them kind of appear. That shit was, that shit like was, they good. was ghosts. I mean, which they are, but yeah, you know what I'm saying? it's and I, I like seeing Will. Um, I keep calling him Will is his real name. Lala and Will and Lawanda interact, but also having Jefferson there as the buffer where he does not see them, and but he's so like, something ain't right. With right, that. I, he's like. He's the whole time there's something wrong with him. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And he, I think Jefferson really is thinking like his conscious, which, to be honest, that's what Lawanda and uh, Will was acting like, his good and bad conscience. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Will like was damn good in this episode. He mm-hmm. was aggressive. He was But Lawanda, oh, that fight. Okay, I'm trying. Let me scene by scene because I'm, I'm a fan. I won't. And, and let me tell you this. That actress playing Lawanda, that motherfucker been in the gym. She oh, been yeah. at the hair, the, somebody, the beauty. Somebody talk, somebody Look, talk bad about her on the phone. Death is looking good it's on her. Right now, like you need to do something about them yams, girl, because you was just you was looking too 
big. You need to like shape it up, girl. You need to get your personal trainer on the phone. Okay. You make your you make a black lightning money now, hunty. <laughs> this nigga. <laughs> it's something. It was something because she looks damn. Now, not to be funny, and I hope this don't come off sexist or misogynistic. If it does, please tweet me. Use that hashtag BLMPod and let me know. But the Lawanda in this episode, I would buy her as young. As right. young as they tried to make her be when she first showed up. Because I wasn't believing that she... She, I, she just looked good. I was like, God, I, did, I, did, I did not believe her being one of uh, Jefferson's students. At yeah, all. Because I was like, no, she went to school with Jefferson. <laughs> <laughs> Don't do that. Don't no, but me. she looked good, man. I was like, and not even like in a sexual objective way. It's just, no, she, she just, just looked she, like... She looked like she was like, new year, new me, girl. That. And that's what she did. That. And even Will, I mean, Will, he a, a big head ass dude, but he looked good. But Lawanda had a glow up. Like, yeah. I'm, I'm sorry. She got in the team. She's like, I'm not going to be on TV looking like this. Look, I know that's too girl. Death mm. becomes her for real. She did that. Um, so I do like the fight, the constant bickering between Lala, uh, I'm sorry, Will and Lawanda. I, and. <sighs> I just I like this. I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. There's not I one. Was, I thought it was a really good. I think it was a very thought. Whatever. The good thing about the show is when the writers are on, they're yeah. on. Yeah. Mm-hmm. When they're off, they're just. Ooh. Yeah. So they was on, and and like I said before, the intimate setting with him and Jefferson in this classroom mm-hmm. talking about Earl, what happened with him. I keep hearing these voices, mm-hmm. and they're telling me you got something to do with mm-hmm. it, and you need to tell me the story. He shoots Jefferson. Yeah, in the Jefferson fucking shoulder. shoulder. Yes. And he was like, "You gonna die today? That you gonna tell me the story of I'm gonna kill you?" Yeah. And I was like, "Man, that's what we've been missing." Yeah. Like, not Honestly, we've been getting it from Tobias, but it's but, just good to see somebody else about as ruthless as Tobias is. Mm-hmm, you mm-hmm, know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. it's just good to see Lala back. I, I I just he just one of my favorite characters. Man, I do you remember who you recast as Lala in the um like fan casting episode? Uh, I do not. I don't think I recast him. I think I kept it as him. I think I did. I think I I might have recasted it. No, I might have kept him the same. I think I think we both may have. I know for sure I did. And I only bring it up. Yeah. Um that you know what that'll be linked in the show notes. So listeners, uh when you make it to this point, please tweet us uh BLM Pod fan casting. Uh and the link for that episode will be in the that show was notes. A fun show. No, I it really was. Looking up, it looking really, really was. And I still stand by my uh choice of Bianca Lawson because that motherfucker is aging backwards. She Yeah, some new show, right? Yeah, got to, and I'm sure she's playing a sixteen year old. I'm sure. Oh, so, <laughs> man, good um, shit. So we move into a scene where Rain's sister Anissa is crying and looking at a picture of Asian people. Which this was not good for her. I'm sorry. I tried to be on her side, but that one <laughs> tear that they placed on her face that I, oh, this was goodness. this was Jennifer, this was stupid. Period. Jennifer comes out, says, "Hey, what are you doing?" Get out of here. And she was crying and she was like, it's about uh, Grace, huh? And then they have this conversation about um, losing love. Mm-hmm. And Jennifer is just like, if you love Grace, go get her. Yeah. Go find her. 
and she and then Jennifer goes into which is this is one of my yes. one of the good scenes where yes. she was just like it's no hope for me. She was like the love I had for Khalil that was it. Like there's nobody else for me. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And um, I was like, oh wow, that kind of hurt my feelings. But yeah. you know mm-hmm. that just goes to show how much she loved uh, Khalil, and she kind of gets into that later on in the show. Yeah, but um, but you it, know it's funny that. Jennifer has to give her the pep talk to go get, go, you know, mm-hmm. like, she's just so, I'm, um, see, I'm okay, I'm okay with that, because Jennifer is wise, but, I'll no. say this, no, 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 but I don't think Anissa is a good sister, Anissa, Jen is a better sister to Anissa than Anissa is to Jen. My whole thing is, if you really, why does it take somebody to pep talk you into doing this? If you love Grace so much, if you want to be with Grace so bad, she would have just like, see, the things that she do don't make sense. Like, she'll get out in the streets and kill these drug dealers Mm -hmm. and do all this, steal all this money for the church. But the one true love or one person you feel like is truly your love, somebody has to talk you into doing that. Like, it doesn't make a lot of sense to me. I I hate to say, well, I don't hate to say, but I think that's really on Nefessa and not Anissa. Because I think what they were with well, what I what I take from this scene is that they're setting it up so that you know that Jen has grown even more since the death of Khalil. Like she's a different person. So her giving advice to her older sister is probably what this scene was supposed to be centered on. But I think Nefessa and her acting didn't go well because I feel like you could have done a good case in point. Lala, when he threw that chair against the wall and turned his body, not necessarily towards Jefferson, but like towards the window, the emotion that came out of his face when there was no speaking is what we should have gotten from Nefessa when it came to her. Because she was like, oh, I've been trying, but you're not making me believe that. You know, you're not breaking down in tears. You're not. So it might be a combination of both, but I think that it's weak on the part of the actress, that particular scene. Because mm-hmm. it, like you said, this the love of your life. <clears throat> Excuse me. Gamby has all the tools to find her. Um, so it's, it, it's just weird because mm-hmm. I'm, I'm just like, you hit the streets off of, on a whim to get money for. The church. The church, mm-hmm. and I was trying to think. She got money for the church, and what else did she get money for? The church and the, the center. The church, the center. No, no, not the center. I don't think it ever was the center. I know it was the church. Oh, for the funeral for Khalil. Yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. She just went out and did these random ass acts of shit with no problem. But you, it just doesn't seem like she she loved Grace like that. Mm hmm. She and I get that you're conflicted, but. It's one thing that when you felt stalkerish, when you were like, oh, where is she? But it's another thing when you have the idea in your head that maybe she's hurt. And you yeah. still are like, and not even that maybe she's hurt, but you, you want closure, which that's not necessarily owed to you. you. She don't owe you nothing. But like you said, you're not you're not being consistent with what you've done before. And that's a problem. Uh, so, yeah. Mm. Not a fan. Um, this no, I'm next, not either. But it was a good scene. I think Jennifer. For Jen, well. yeah. Jen. Now, we get Lynn, and another reason why I'm not a fan this episode, 
walking in an ASA facility. I, okay, before we get to this, this facility that she's in, I assume is at least beneath the ground. It's in a basement. Uh-huh. Okay, can we agree on that? Yes. So that means at the very least, you have to go into a building and go down one level. Right. So you are freely talking on the phone to oh, your I husband. Said the same shit. Walking through a facility where you know there are cameras. Even if you didn't think there were cameras, you know Odell has been following you for, let's say, weeks and you knew nothing about it. You about to talk about your daughter's super suit? I said, you stupid as the fuck. It's about as reckless as they come. For real. That was dumb. That, that, there's nothing, and she does this, but, well, one thing you can say about it is at least she does it consistently. That's not helping her case, but yeah. (laughs) It's just, why are you doing this? So you couldn't have filmed a scene out in the car? One, I wouldn't be talking about this shit nowhere near the ASA bit. Like, we would have to do sign language or send pigeons or something. I'm not, I'm not, she's too careless because when Dr. Jace was brought on to help her with the pod kids, how, how is Jace able to get information about other metahumans that you know about from your, like, why are you not thinking two steps ahead of her? I get that you're not a combat person, but. I don't it, She just, she's too lax in a way that she wasn't last season, and that's bothering but me. But that's the thing. It's like, this is the last place that you should be relaxed at. Yeah. Odell, like, he's been on your ass since you got there. Since you were so arrested. Why, so, why are you so freely? I just don't. There's a lot of things that happen in this show that does not make sense to me. Yeah. And maybe it's because I'm looking at it as a viewer and a fan and I'm like, why don't you get this? But and I know there are time I know that for, for writing convenience they have to do certain things. Mm-hmm. But when I look at Lynn, I take Lynn as a very intelligent person. Mm-hmm. And I would think that Lynn would try to keep the identity of her what's going on with her, her kids and her husband as yeah. secret as possible. You would think no matter where she is. Mm-hmm. And it's just not painting her as like Street smart, which I, I not everybody has street Competent. smart, but, but when you have a husband and kids that have superpowers, it's just not a thing for you to just be out and about talking freely like in the supermarket line. You know what I'm saying? You in line yeah. at the supermarket, it's like, yeah, well, make sure you wash your super suit and don't forget to fly home yeah. after you get off. From, you know, like, mm-hmm. it's just, it's. It just doesn't paint her in the in the in the smartest light. At you know all. what I'm saying? It just doesn't. You know. And and even the shit that comes next, which I was I was consistently frustrated. Odell told her, quit fucking treating this girl, um, Latina Storm, as a child. This is not your child. She is a weapon. So because what happens is, uh what's her name? Hernandez? Is it Wendy? Wendy Hernandez. So she's, you know, got things like hospital shits on her skin and she's blowing wind and shit. It's like, oh, it's okay, sweetie. Just a little bit longer something. Which, I'm sorry. I was with Odell. I was like, nigga, what are you doing? Like, yeah, she is a kid. And I'm not with Odell to the extreme. Like, he's like, oh, she can be a weapon of destruction or whatever. But you know what you're in here for. Like, you, I guess because I've read, watched, heard the story of X-23. 
Uh, in short, for those of you who don't know, X-23 is a Marvel Comics character. She is a clone from Wolverine. For all intents and purposes, she's his daughter. And she was raised in a lab with no humanity. Her, her scientist in charge of her, I forget the lady's name, but she treated her like a daughter. And that was a very dynamic story. Um, it didn't end well. I don't want to spoil it all. Go and check it out if you want to. But ultimately... Even if you only watch Logan, the Fox live-action Wolverine movie, you still get a better relationship between a patient and a doctor that you're not getting here. Like, if Lynn was smart, instead of going against Odell when he says she is a weapon, you would say, you know what, you're right. You know, my head ain't in the game. Or make up an excuse. Well, I thought even though she's a weapon, if I treat her this way, she would respond better. You're right, Odell. Now I have to harm her in front of you to let you see that I'm serious, but then let her know later on, look, we got to work together. But Yeah, I'm doing this to save your ass. She just, I didn't like her. I'm sorry. I didn't either. <laughs> Lynn, you, I didn't either. You, 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 was... you fucking up, sis. You're not doing yeah. well. I, I just... In a way, she snapped at Odell, and again, not to be on his side, but you stole this job. Don't act like you applied <laughs> for this shit, and you just was the best qualified. You stole this job, and you didn't kill 14 kids in the process. Right. So, and you've developed a drinking problem, and you're lax. I know your whole family are met, like... <sighs> you're telling on yourself. I don't know, man. She... And Odell was he was so so small, he was like, mm, okay. Yeah. Well. Alright. He was too calm. She's my that's patient. Because he knew he's the thing about motherfuckers like that is they always know they're in control, no matter what. Absolutely. Odell's like, I know I'm in control. You can say whatever you want to say. Now watch what happens to you later on in the episode. Which <laughs> I think she deserved every little bit of that. I agree. Mm-hmm. I agree. It, um <clears throat> so we we go back to the classroom. With uh, Lala and Jefferson, and Lala's like, you gonna tell me the whole story? And um, no, Lala's arguing with Lawanda and Will, mm-hmm. and, and he's he's doing that. And while he's doing that, which I thought was really cool, I don't know why I like this so much. But Jefferson, like, it's like um, he he pulls the bullet out of his wound, like he's healing himself while Lala's have going through his. It's problem, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and I, I like that. I like when they do little things like show what Jefferson's powers can do. Like he literally pulled the bullet with using his his black lightning power, mm-hmm. pulled the bullet out of his arm, and then he he kind of patched himself up with his lightning and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And uh, I, that little scene right there was like really cool. I don't know why. I just I thought it, I thought it was cool. It made me mad. Why? Because. This means that we either will never or have never seen the extent of his powers. And I don't mean in a sense that all oh, him in battle. It, I mean, it didn't, it didn't really make me mad. I, I, let me put that out there. But I was thinking, like, if you can find an interesting way to use his abilities in this instance, why can't you do that more often? Uh, even And especially even with, with the daughters, too. Like... I don't know if I'm getting this across right, but I don't, outside of the big fights that we have, why aren't you showing more use of the powers that are not for combat? 
Because um, I feel like in a lot of superhero shows, that's what you get. Um, uh, take you back to Jessica Jones season one. Um, if you haven't seen the spoilers, but Luke Cage was poisoned, and in order to get an IV in him, they had to go through his eye. That was an interesting way to show the use and the 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 um, range of his powers. That even unconscious, you can't break through his skin. You have to go in through this nigga's eye to give him an IV. So, and so I wasn't really mad, but seeing the way he pulled that bullet out and healed himself, it was like, let me see more of this. This is interesting. This is new. Let me let me say something about this too, Rain, which I'm starting to realize. Like, this show is actually more about his kids now. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Like, which I... I didn't buy in for that, but I guess <laughs> I will stay for it. I mean, when I think about it now, like, the more I think about it, we're getting... Like, all the other superhero in the superhero shows in the Arrowverse, all of these superheroes are, like, really just getting started, and they're young, and they're, mm-hmm. you know, well, other than Arrow. Well, no, Arrow's still, like, hitting, basically hitting, he's in his prime now. Yeah. And, like, Black Lightning is, like, the only superhero out of all of these who was, like, kind of past his prime, and he's, you know what I'm saying? Like, uh-huh. he picked up, the, picked up the superhero shit again, and now he's dealing with his kids having superpowers. And this is really more about Anissa and Jennifer and their origin story, and not really more about Jefferson, and I, I, I like, I bought into this feeling like I thought that we was just gonna get more, I thought it was just gonna be more Black Lightning, but he's like a, he's like a, um, your boy from, from Lethal Weapon. Mm-hmm, Danny Clark. You know what I'm saying? I'm getting too over this shit. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like, yeah. And I don't like that. Like, it's it's sad that that Black Lightning on the freaking Young Justice mm-hmm. is better than the Black Lightning in live action. You but, know what I'm saying? Like the Young Justice Black Lightning, I think he's awesome. I was like, damn, why can't real life like Black Lightning be like? Like, I don't know. I don't know where this story is gonna go because I don't know how much longer we can have. Um, I don't even know if we should even call it Black Lightning anymore. We but call they're it not the kids of, of Black Lightning. They're not going to change the name because that's the you know that's the selling thing. But you have to remember this show is on the CW. This is for young pretty people, black, white, Asian, green, black, whatever. CW is for pretty motherfuckers, pretty young people. So um, it's funny that you bring it up because for me, the only other CW show I watch is Riverdale. And they do the same exact thing with the adults there, where the show, of course, is about the kids, but in a lot of ways where the adults should be more present, they're not. It's just the kids running around town, solving mysteries and fucking and shit. Like, the adults, I think, are more present because there are so many and it's an ensemble cast. Whereas with this, I I see what you're saying. Um, I think Jefferson will always be there because the show is Black Lightning. But if they get to a point where, you know, ratings and reviews are like, we prefer the kids. But at the same time, Tobias is there. But then they've kind of set him up as the villain for Jen as well. But I don't know. I guess I'm trying to work all this out in my head. But I don't think he'll ever go away. Um, But I think that if this show was on the DC streaming app... He would be more prominent than he is on CW. Mm. Mm. And I just I don't know. Like I, 
I think they got me on the buy-in because I bought in and and now I'm kind of just like, well, I don't get in. I mean, I I feel where you're coming from on the superpower part, but it's like they don't really give him any shine for real no more. Like, mm-hmm. it ain't even really about him. It 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 is, but it, it's kind of really transitioning into the daughters. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, but we'll see. We'll see. I mean, this season was a wild season, you know, so who's to say season three come back and he, you know, he like, fuck this shit, burn down Garfield and, and join the 100. Like, anything could happen, you know. <laughs> <laughs> I've been brainwashed, everybody. <laughs> but that's, the, uh, even speaking of the 100, they brought that up in the conversation with, uh, with Lala and we find out. You know, shit that happened in the past. But before getting into that backstory, I do want to kind of talk about um, the 100 as a group. And the way that they spoke about the 100 in this episode, I wasn't buying it, but I, I bought it in because of the show. You're not about to tell me about how powerful and great the 100 is when the only member of the 100 that we've seen that was damn near successful has been Lala. The 100, when we got the show in episode one, felt like one thing that they have never lived up to throughout the course of season one and season two for me. I don't I don't buy them as a force. I don't buy them as something to be feared. Mm-hmm. And it's, you're not giving me a reason to think that. They're not, they seem like a, just a collection of young dudes from the hood who are finding fraternity within this criminal underground it doesn't feel like a, a powerful group of people so uh, I, I understand that but i also look at it as one of the different branches on the tobias tree um mm. right now he's got so many things going on and he's got so many different things that he can use to his advantage mm-hmm. i think right now the 100 is just one of the things where it's just like well I'll think about them. I'll use them when I need them. Right now, I'm I'm metahuman trafficking right now. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Like I'm I'm worried about all these metahumans. You know what I'm saying? I got tied on me. I got I got cutter. You know what I'm saying? I got mm. all these. I'm I'm building. I'm growing. Hundreds are always gonna be there, but I don't use them unless I need to use them. You know what I'm saying? That's how mm. I look at it. Like, and then it's like eventually, and I feel like if we get a situation where Tobias is caught mm-hmm. or sent away I feel like another big bag could, could come in and say he didn't use you guys right me we're gonna run this town we're gonna, we're gonna run this city Freeland's gonna be ours again mm-hmm. the 100 is gonna be exactly what it needs to be again by me and who and that's whoever feels like they're gonna pick up the mantle until they defi- decide to bring Tobias back so mm-hmm. I feel where you're coming from with that but I also see as I mean, I think this show is real young, mm-hmm. um, and I think they have to plant seeds where they can, and then kind of bring that shit back into. Because it might be a, a situation where season four, they're just like the one hundred is gonna be like a, just come out and just start whooping niggas' ass. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? That's what and I want. Gonna be like, oh shit! Like I remember when them motherfuckers with. They talked about them two seasons ago. <laughs> you know, now it's gotten to the point where it's just like, it's going to get Easter eggery. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And it's going to be like that. But I would like to see uh, somebody pick up the 100 and be like, I'm going to take you guys places that Tobias never could. You know what yeah. I'm saying? You got to have somebody. They're building Tobias, the legend of Tobias as this 
he's gonna be the ultimate. He's the bar, mm-hmm. and you gotta have, you gotta have some. Like he can't be on every season. Mm-hmm. He just can't. I mean, somebody's gonna have to have to try to outdo him and try to take what his legacy is and kind of make it their own. So, I, I, I mean, I look at it that way. Okay, I, I can accept that. Um, and I think if they want to get me on their side, you need to resurrect Lady Eve and let her come through. Put them niggas in them damn uh, plantation suits with the with the with the uh, tails on them and whoop some ass. Cause you know she good for some some she southern. Good for a lot of things. Okay, I miss you, Lady Eve. Good lord. All right, rest in peace. Uh, yeah. Well, <laughs> real quick before we move on to the next scene, I do want to talk about the scene where they do talk about Earl. They do Jefferson does talk talk about how he told Earl to tell the police. And Lala gets upset and just like, man, you knew that was going to kill him and you thought the police were going to take care of him and stuff mm-hmm, like that. Mm-hmm. But um, I do want to talk about the part where Lala kind of rolls up and is just like, you know, he's going to shoot him. Yep. Lawanda, Ghost Lawanda knocks the gun out of his hand, mm-hmm. uh, which shows that she's still, she's still good. No matter how she is as a ghost, she's still the good side. Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. I do like the part where Jefferson picks up the gun, and Lala's just like, Dang, you're going to have to kill me, but you know I can't die. Yeah. But do your best. Yeah, yeah. It's like, this yeah. is crazy. <laughs> yeah, yes. And in between all that, LaWanda is whooping ass. She's whooping Will's ass. She, I, whew, I'm just a fan. But yeah, he, um. You're going to have to kill me. Yeah. And I, I and like that, and I don't think that Jefferson understands that he really can't die. I think he thinks that Lala is just having a psychic break or a, or a right. mental breakdown. I don't think he understands that. No, he cannot die, or he right. can always be resurrected. So, right. mm, boy, I tell and, um, you. But I like that they had that conversation about. Tobias realizing that he told him to tell the police, and then he was like, because, you know, at the end of the day, I mean, not Tobias, uh, Jefferson. Yeah. Jefferson realized, like, damn, I done said, Jefferson kind of realized, like, yeah, I kind of set him up to get killed, because I told him to, to talk to Snitch. And Yeah, you ruined his life. That's what you yeah. did. And I, and, that's, and I don't have no sympathy for Jefferson, much like I don't have any for Lynn, because I feel like you're too short-sighted. You got this, and this is my, my issue with comics, when people say, Oh, the good guys don't kill. What? They do it. They just do it different ways. But they always try to like, oh, Superman should never kill and Batman should never kill. No, sometimes you need to fucking kill to send a message because you can't keep fighting, quote unquote, the right way while everyone else is fighting dirty. That's that makes us. And I say that because now Jefferson feels like, oh, just go to the police and everything will be okay. Well, you sent Khalil to the fucking police and look what happened to him. Though this, see, and that's the thing too. Lala also said he was like, "Hey, dummy, Tobias has people, the police on his payroll." Yeah. Well, I thought Black Black Lightning, like, nah, fool. Things are still the and same. And to throw that, no bro, even to throw that <laughs> in, I was like, man, you a dirty bitch. How dare <laughs> you? No, because you know. I mean, of course, Lala don't know he's Black Lightning. But why even throw that in there? Why even say that? It's like a slap in the face. Like, you know you wrong, and you trying your best to lie your way out of this. Like, nigga, come on. Oh, the black lady with, oh okay. Oh, the other six foot seven black man with broad shoulders? Yeah, nigga, him. Man. Yeah, I wasn't a fan. I was like, Jefferson, you you a punk. You a bitch. You shouldn't have said that. You, you might as well tell this nigga you is black lightning. He dead. Who he gonna tell? Well, I mean, who gonna believe him? 
Right. I don't know. I just. But the thing, the thing, and then is I when I like when Jefferson came to that realization, like, oh, I, I kind of fucked up. I mm-hmm. fucked this whole man's life up. Mm-hmm. And then, then Jefferson, like the whole situation with the gun happens, and Jefferson does what he does, which is the right thing. Takes Ugh. the gun, takes the clip out, take the bullets. I'm not trying. He's like, I'm not trying to kill you. I'm trying to save you. Mm. And then. You know, he's like, maybe I can help you feel these memories. And then he says he puts the whole, he put the old yearbooks on mm-hmm. digitally and stuff like that. And when we get to see a picture of Earl, and then this is where, uh, what's the guy's name who plays La La Will? Will Collette. Collette. Will Collette. Yeah. Ugh, Will wow. Collette. Whatever his name is. Yeah. I like this acting because he he sees the he sees the picture of Earl and he kind of just all that. Tough mm-hmm. kind of goes out the window, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and then we find out that he kind of—you could tell that he meant more to him, yeah, than just you know some nigga on the street and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, now, really quick, once that scene is over, and I don't know if this was intentional or not, because we saw the picture of Earl on the laptop. Mm-hmm. When we get to the police station, and um. Henderson walks in there is a man reaching into a desk where I don't know if he I'm sure he's like an officer that man we only see his profile the side of his face but he looks just like Earl and yeah, so he does look like Earl. I was like hold it it fucked me up but once I saw they never mentioned it again that that was probably just a coincidence but I was like what is this Earl? Nigga, is he at the police station? He, he looked a lot like him. Yeah, so I said maybe that was just I mean, because we know Earl is dead, so I don't know, but that's that fucked me up. But yeah, so um, yeah, we get Henderson, and Henderson and Gamby are working on Todd's case, and we get quote unquote. Well, I ain't gonna say we. I'll say the show gets confirmation that Todd is dead. I'm not taking that as I don't believe it. Let me ask you a question. What's up? Why do they have a picture? Okay. Why does she give give him glasses? And then it's just like, let's just get this picture of the back of his head because that makes sense. When there's so many other pictures you could have gotten I of think, him? Wait. <laughs> what? Yeah. It's like, we've heard this kid Todd's been hanging out with Tobias. We're going to go pick him up. How you know what he looked like because you only see the back of his head, fool? I didn't see no. We found his mom. She lived at one two three Sesame Street. We patrolled in his old high school. We found an old girlfriend from tenth hey, grade. You just uh, see the picture of his haircut and his glasses. Like he don't look like twelve other black men in that precinct. It's the same hairstyle. Mm, yeah, that was With lazy. Some broken glasses. Come on, we found a, a a car that was exploded and here's the confirmation that he's dead so how the glasses oh i was just about to say that how the glasses and then no no (laughs) no i am i'm trying to be here for henderson because i do like him and gamby i like their their team up yeah beverly hills cop four motherfucking henderson you dumb bitch if you thought gamby was dead how in the fuck are you just okay with saying, oh, yeah, Todd is dead? You. I, <laughs> after you realize that Gamby faked his own death. Oh, my God. I, and then this is another case where there's no body. There is just the glasses. glasses. Why are you not. 
thinking, hmm, let me let me dig a little deeper. Let me talk I mean, to Jefferson. Do some detective work? Because that's what his job is. Detective, bro. head detective, lead detective. Like, how do you, how are you just, well, the other thing, I'm convinced that Henderson don't like black kids. Because, <laughs> no, hear me out. When Jefferson brought that baby, he was like, what oh the fuck God. is this? Get, get this purty-ass baby out of here. Also, when that black girl was killed and he thought it was Jen, and you realize it wasn't Jen, he was like, all right, well, I'm out of here. Todd is, quote-unquote, exploded, and you're just like, oh, okay, these are his glasses. He don't like black kids. Period. That's why his wife left him. Oh, so I mean, <laughs> tell me where he give a damn about kid, black kids, and I'm saying black oh kids because ain't no white kids on the show. <laughs> so right, right, right. I ain't got nothing else to compare it to. He don't like black kids. I just Henderson is dumb. Like that nigga. I've, I've made that apparently clear from the first season. Yeah, but He's he was idiot. getting better. I was, I was almost rooting no, for him. Him and Gamby, him and Gamby together makes me. Make me more Beverly excited. Beverly Hills Cop 4. That's exactly what that is. Well, Beverly Gabby's Hills Cop D's because that nigga is horrible. Gabby's the new Axel Foley and Henderson's the angry police chief. What the hell's going on around here, Foley? We Damn found tie glasses. Look at all it. these damn gadgets. Makes Mm-mm. my dick itch. <laughs> 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 oh, shit. Yeah, no, fuck him. I was like, this is dumb as the fuck, nigga. You really, ugh. I'm not a fan. I'm just, I just hate that they showed the back of Ty's head and then glasses confirmed he was dead. So. And the back of his I'm head kidding. is the only picture you have. Like, you ain't got no other picture. You ain't even got a digital high school yearbook picture like Henderson. Like, that shit. Mm. Let me tell you something. The technology in Freeland is shitty as fuck. It worked when they want to work. It's shitty in some parts because on the, on the, in the suburbs it worked. Well, no, nah, I don't know. Just fuck that. So we go to Rain's sister, Anissa, trying to find her lost love. Uh, Actually, we go to Lynn being locked out. Oh, damn. Sorry. And oh, that... Oh, this white man popped it out. A, it was a dumb scene, though. Oh, yeah. Oh, I don't deny that at all. Um. Yeah. So this white guy pops on. He's like, "Oh, no!" What she said? Something is wrong with this. Um. <laughs> yeah, she she played white woman on this one. That something's something's wrong with the the system here. It's not letting me in. We'll fix it later. Let me go in. And he's like, "No, we're not allowing you in." Yeah. No blacks allowed, ma'am. I mean, okay. Empire. <laughs> <laughs> Which is oh my god! So she sees uh Odell pushing Wendy to her limits. In this, like, aneurysm, can't you see that? And I was just like, man, she'd have been through worse. She'd be all right. She fought Black Lightning and won. So I yeah, think she, she all right. Um, uh, is just to me, she felt like terrible. Yeah, she was, not, she was not good this episode. I, and is she fired? I mean, she can't got she ain't got no access no more, but she he let her get that. <laughs> She stuck in that way. No, he let her get that far to find out that her thing, her handprint wasn't working. Then she went around the corner to the big piece of glass to see she was being, um, Wendy was being tortured, quote unquote. But I'm like, it looked like they were doing the same shit you were doing. I don't understand. Harder, harder, better, faster, stronger. Uh, 
Whatever. This is this is weird. Yeah, yeah this ain't even mean shit to me, honestly. At all. At Sorry. all. So fuck that. So we move on to Demita Joe knocking at the door of some. Um, wow. You see that hair. You see that hair. That is, that's some Demita Joe. It really was. So so she's trying to follow up on finding Grace. Knocks on the door. And she's just yelling Grace's name. Grace, are you in there? And then an Asian man answers the door and says, Get out of here, bitch. Get the hell out of here. We don't allow your kind here. He did not say that. This is an Asian neighborhood. We don't allow the blacks. That. Get out of here. With your Demita Joe haircut, you suck. She said, excuse me? And he said something like, get the fuck out of here. you see how weak ass trying to shake his hand? Hi, I'm, I'm looking for Grace. Here's my hand. I want you to shake it. Mm. Your fucking hand, good lady. Yeah. I... I didn't like... I liked the scene, but I didn't, I didn't like... I didn't like I liked Grace. So the guy shuts the door... And Demita Joe still beating on the door, and then we Grace, see him. Still yelling for Grace, Grace, if you're in there, please, Grace, it's me. Which I'm thinking, if she's really in danger, you about to get her killed. Pretty much. I, dude, that's reckless. We find out that the Asian man is actually Grace. Now I want to bring up something that I tweeted during the episode, and it, and you let me know how you feel, because I know how Shane feels. Can we find out that Grace is a shapeshifter? To some extent. Because she was able to impersonate this Asian man. Mm-hmm. I said. Now I'm not sure how her powers work. But I wonder is she only able to. Shapeshift into her own race. And Shane. And I think some other people said no. And I said. I'm, it really was bothering me. Because it, to me it felt like. Why would you shapeshift into an Asian person. Period. But if you're trying to get rid of her. Picture, right? Huh? But even if she did, she doesn't know that Anissa knows who that is. So my thing was, why wouldn't you turn into an old Russian white lady or a young Latina boy, Latino boy, or an overweight black man? Like, why wouldn't you shapeshift into something that would throw the scent off? And and, and I said, maybe it's me because I'm stuck on race, but... Assuming she's still in Freeland, there doesn't seem to be a very big Asian population. So, unless you're telling me that maybe she was, like, stressing to change into something, and it was just easier to change into an Asian man, either way, I was like, well, if you're trying to get rid of Anissa and throw her off the scent, you need to become something else. Right. I don't know. That just, to me, it made more sense. But there were some people on Twitter like, no, you know, that was a good idea. And I think Shane said it as well. But I don't think that was a good idea. It seemed odd. Like, I didn't know. I didn't really look at it like that. I, I was thinking more so she was just changing. But yeah, you're right. She didn't know that she knew about the picture. Mm-hmm. So, because I was thinking like, oh, she just changed it to the age of man that was in the picture. But then that would make her more realize, recognizable. Yeah. yeah. And that would yeah. make it. And the fact that Anissa's beating on this door, I'm definitely about to turn into a child or uh, an old person. Or, like, I just, I don't know. I just feel like if you really were trying to keep her away, you would have done a better job at becoming something else. You know, something to be like, I've lived here for 25 years and I'm an old black woman named Ruth. Like, you know, you just, just do something yeah. different. Yeah. But that was just my takeaway. I was like, this is, this doesn't seem right, but. And I didn't like the change 
reason. Just Everything seems to be based in electricity, and I don't like that. Yeah, like, y'all could have did something else. Yeah. Like, the eyes. And then, like, she had spots on her skin before. Is she not a leopard? Like. Yeah, I don't understand that either. I don't know. Um, a, lot of this, a lot of this doesn't make sense. It's kind of thrown together. I, well, I feel like it kind of it kind of The CW has to have love interest in all of their shows, no matter yeah, what. Yeah, and I'm okay with that. I just don't think that this is a good love story. Because you're not... It's like you just want me to forget all the bullshit things that Anissa has done. If which which really kind of frustrates me now, even thinking about it now, because if the ultimate goal, which it should be because it is in the comics, was always for Anissa and Grace to be together, why split them up in the way that they did? Mm-hmm. And then even if you did split them up like that, why have them come back together while she's at Zobie's house? Like she, why make Grace see her with somebody else? Like, you could have done without that part and just been like, bitch, where you been? Oh, I've been stressing. And ultimately, when it comes out that it was crime fighting, Grace, I would be okay with her accepting her back because it's like, you know, you remember that girl, Blackbird, and remember Thunder, that's me. That's what I've been doing. This whole cheating, love interest, like, why are you setting up Anissa to be a fuckboy and then... Act like I'm supposed to forget that and just I don't, it's, this is weird. I just think that, that their story is just for me the story their story is kind of it's just boring. It's it's thrown together. It's not believable and it's kind of thrown together. And mm-hmm. I, I didn't like how she left. Uh, I think the writers just kind of there like can't be any lesbians in that room. That's what I'm thinking. There can because for Jen and Khalil to be to have such a good story and even Lynn and uh, Jefferson, hell, even Tobias and Cutter, you ain't about to make me believe that it's lesbians in that writer's room, cause I, no, this ain't how to, cause, but I think I, I, I honestly Rain, like I still go back to, to Nefessa Williams acting ability mm-hmm. I really feel like even if there's even if there, if, if there is or if there isn't I just don't feel like she's comfortable pulling this off. Like I just and don't you, feel like you you may be right, but that doesn't excuse even if she was a phenomenal actor. If it was Angela Bassett in this role, you still can't excuse that the things that they've made her do and the shit that Grace has been through to just have her accept it. Like, oh, okay, well, let's. You couldn't tell me you're not gonna hurt me, but let's you know sleep together again. Here's a key to my place. All of that is out of place. That's it's odd. It's so, not odd when you lose a whole apartment. Look, <laughs> I want to give her a key. Look, see, you got and she lost that one. Grace lost that one too <laughs> when she gave Anissa a key. That don't give Anissa a key to your place. You're gonna lose that bit. Mm. I'm just. I'm not a fan. I'm not a fan. Oh my they could have done better. Mm-mm. So um, the next scene here is back to. Guiding Light or General Hospital or whatever soap opera <laughs> Jefferson and, and Lala is in, <laughs> where uh, Lala realizes and he kind of gives the backstory. And man, that was so good. It was so we find out that Earl is an old friend of Lala's. They came up together, they both were in the 100 together, and that Earl wasn't built for this. So it seemed as if, and correct me if I'm wrong, that Lala took up the slack and 
found a way to get Earl Pass. Yeah, but, he, got, he got Earl Pass. He was going. He was selling dope. He was selling the dope for him. But it felt like Lala could have gotten out, but because he knew that Earl wasn't built for it, he overcompensated. Is yeah. that? And I uh, mean, it seems like from the from how he was telling the why I took it was. Mm-hmm. It's honestly, it seemed like Lala wanted this life. Okay. He wanted to be. He wanted to be respected in the streets. Yeah. And he knew Earl just couldn't. Earl was doing it because he kind of was forced to. Yeah. And he, because he said he's like he wasn't built for this shit. He wasn't built for it. So mm-hmm. I got him a pass, and I sold drugs. I sold his drugs. I did what I had to do for it. And then you know, Tobias finds out that you told this nigga to talk to, talk to the police. Mm-hmm. And he put a head out on it. It wasn't shit. That he said it wasn't nothing I could do. Yeah. There wasn't nothing I could do to stop it. You know, because that's what Jefferson was like. Well, could you? He was your friend. Could you stop it? He's like, come on, man. He's the street. And be stop that shit. Oh, see, I and that shit. Don't you? It. And then he was like, so what happened? And he said, I killed. Yeah, when he realized that. Ooh. Man, that shit. Powerful as fuck. Yeah, again, yeah. this motherfucker, he and did he that. That's Will Collects acting again. He went from being gangster as hell to just sad because he, he figured, because again, this whole thing is Lala has holes in his mind that he's trying to build. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And this is one of them. And when he realizes that I killed my best friend, and then he starts, he breaks down and he starts crying. He's like, I can't, you know, he couldn't handle that shit, man. Like, but he couldn't handle somebody else killing his. He, he couldn't handle them. Mm-hmm. The one hundred killing his his, his friend. Mm-hmm. And and then like, Jefferson goes into asking him why he, he hung him in a hoop. He's like, why you hang him in the in the hoop? And he was like, Cause I want to be broke, no mm-hmm. more. Because mm-hmm. him and Earl was poor together. They was poor together. And they was going to make this come up together. And he seen that Earl couldn't do this shit. Mm-hmm. He's like, I don't want to be poor no more. So I had to send a message. I had to show. No, he said I had to show Tobias that I can send a message. Mm-hmm. I had to show him that. So that way he could take me seriously. Yeah. And, uh, now. Man, that's so fucked up. This is why I don't like Jefferson. <laughs> this is look, that's my thesis. Why I don't like Jason because in this scene, again running away, giving excuses. Once he realizes that he's the reason why Earl was killed, Jefferson says, "Well, what can you do to help him? What could you do? To, what, nigga? You about to turn this around on me? Right? Like, I don't think Jefferson has ever been in the hood per se. He gives me very affluent. I mean- no." I He's, mean, he got hood affiliated, no, man. You, no, 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 no. He got hood affiliated. That don't mean he shit. Of, he He's, no, no, no. The same past that Earl had? No. I, no. For me, Jefferson is too far removed from where he supposedly used to be. Because you, and it's even shown when he told Khalil to go to the police. And Jennifer, who's not from the hood, was like, nigga, what the fuck? That makes absolutely no sense. Why would you? And you know, so for Jefferson to talk to Lala and be like, well, what didn't you do? Why didn't you do nothing to protect him? As if you aren't the reason Lala would have had to protect him to begin with. 
Like you, and then the other thing is, this happened when they were not kids, but they were a bit younger. I'd say at least a, a, a couple years, maybe a year or two. Well, it seemed like they was kind of early off at, out of high school or something like that. You know what I'm so saying? that being said, this boy who's been dead for you, it's forgotten about. Just like you forgot about Khalil until you saw him walking with dreads that day. Like you're not a good role model. You're not doing things because I don't know. I don't know. I just I'm not. I don't. I don't buy Jefferson as this great saint because it feels like his sight is limited and you can't be limited when you're in charge of all these kids in the way that he's trying to be. I, I get where you're coming from, Mm-mm. but I also understand that they have to paint Jefferson as, again, like Jesus. And no, and, and this is why I have a problem in going to Riverdale for those of you who listen fine if you don't listen up my issue with Riverdale is that no matter what fucked up shit Archie the main character does they always frame the show in a way that makes him the winner this last episode he he got into a, a boxing ring with this nigga who is like 20 and 0 and he had to throw the fight and he didn't want to do it so he fought for real and Though the other guy won, the way that he won was like Archie whooped his ass and he got him real good. I'm thinking like that makes no sense if this guy is bigger, <laughs> stronger, faster, has a better record. Why is he able to? It's so again, that's what I feel like they're doing on this show. You can't keep forcing this great, wonderful black Jesus down my throat, but then give me shit like this and I'm supposed to just overlook it or forget it the next episode. Jefferson, yo, and I don't hate him for real, but you're not, you're flawed, and I'm okay with that, but you're flawed in a way that's consistently very specific. Like, when it came to your daughters, I get that they're your kids, you're going to do whatever you can, but you took on the role of being the mentor to this entire community, to this entire group, so as long as the kids stay in school and don't get killed, you're fine, but then you're sending them to their death. Like, even inadvertently or whatever, it's like you, you're not thinking. You can't just be black and white, good and bad, because this is some white suburban area. You know this is the hood. You know that there are certain ways that you need to operate. Hell, you showed up at Lala's, what was it, his garage in season one, and that nigga pulled a gun out. And he almost whooped that little boy's ass, the little, little chunky dude. Like, man, get the fuck out of here. You, you're not good at this. So, yes, Mike Lowry was right. Let him. He, you can't take over. You're not good at this. <laughs> and that's my hot take. Fuck you, Jefferson. <laughs> Shit. Nigga. Um, so, after Lala realizes everything, he says that he's going to make Tobias pay. Yep. So, we got another person that's on Tobias' ass. And then Lala gives his quote, which he says, the past... Someone said the past was the past is tense, but the future is uh is, is perfect. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he said, "Who said that?" And then I forgot what we said. Said it. Uh, the past is always tense, but the future, but the future perfect. Mm-hmm. And then what Jefferson's like, <laughs> who said that? I'm trying to see what we said. Well, said before that. that, while you looked that up, what happened was. Jefferson's like, what you gonna do now that you know, you know, you didn't kill this boy? He said, oh, you need to turn yourself in. What? <laughs> Why are you gonna? No. No, <laughs> fuck you. Alone, no. Bro. No, he won't leave us alone. 
So I ain't gonna leave him alone. I think he has to do that. No, you don't. He's the black Jesus. Mm mm. Fuck that. Um, but no, he said who said that and uh Lala turns dramatically Zadie Smith. I don't know who that is, but uh, she also said every moment that it happens twice, inside and out, there's two different histories. Uh yeah, I, this was this is deep. But fuck Jefferson, you're gonna turn yourself in. No, you need to grade them papers and leave me alone. Wow. I got work to do. Ugly. So wow. <laughs> No, um yeah, I I don't know. I mean, I'm I'm okay with Jefferson. I just think this was stupid. Like you keep talking about turning. This is the third brown boy you didn't told to turn yourself in, or to go to the police, and every single one of them has been murdered. Right. No, you you got to do better. You got to. I felt like that was very inappropriate thing to say at that point. <laughs> no matter how true it may have been. Which I don't believe in. I don't think he should turn himself in. But uh, so Lala walks out of the uh, uh, the door, the classroom, shuts the door, turns, and we Bushwick see Bushwick Bill pops out. Hmm. Bushwick Bill. Bushwick Bill. Okay, Earl. <laughs> Which when the preview showed up, I thought it was that nigga is short as fuck. Right. I thought it was a child. Which maybe he's still. I don't know. I thought it was Chucky. I, black Chucky. Bro, he said Black Chucky. He told um, that's Black Chucky. With and, his little ass head and his big ass body. I don't want to see him again. But I feel like we're, we're going to now. Because he's tattooed on Lala, we're going to see him again. Yeah, but he's he scary looking more. Like, I wouldn't even fight that nigga. I, I was like, what the hell? I kicked that motherfucker. I, um... He kicked him. He's like a Chucky dog. I don't like that. I don't like him. Um... I'm okay with the Earl storyline, but I'm thinking, why wasn't... Well, I was going to say, why wasn't Earl tattooed on him before, but all the shit that he happened to, to Lala happened... At, huh? He had, to find, he had to find out. Apparently, he had to figure out... He had to find out that he murdered him to be able to get him tattooed on him. But no, not even that. What I'm saying is, the murder of Earl happened before the events that made Lala the tattoo man. Oh. So that's some, but I'm thinking like, well, shouldn't everybody then pop up on his body, or is it? I don't know. I'm I'm okay. That's something that I'm, I'm I see holes in it, but I'm okay with whatever they give me for now. Um, what I'm not okay with is that I thought that was nigga Nightcrawler when we saw him in the preview, and I was like, oh, nigga Nightcrawler back. But no, this nigga, you look nothing like that motherfucker. Where is this dark skinned man who can? Uh, he ain't gonna show up to the last episode. I'm Duh. sick of this. It's been 45 weeks. Some woman didn't had a baby waiting for this motherfucker to show up. I don't like this. That's not a good one. Cause why even bring him? Why show him so soon then? That's a good question. When you got all these hiatuses, like if he had have shown up, then why? Really, why show him? Because he showed up around the time that. Cutter made a call and she wasn't catching Khalil. So we thought maybe he's going to help Khalil. Maybe he's friends with Tobias. But ain't nobody even said nothing about this nigga. Unless he was on the phone with Todd. Since Todd is missing. But don't leave me to speculate. You don't. They don't even know what they're doing with this man. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. They better last bring this motherfucker he back. He's going to make a big impact on the last episode. Fuck that. You, no, nah, he, yeah. I don't give a yeah, damn. Yeah, everybody, get ready. 
No. Tour, nigga Nightcrawler. I'm, season finale. I'm not a fan. Only on the CW. I'm not a fan. Elseworld looking ass. That's where he was calling what? from. <laughs> yes. I'm not impressed with them fucking leaving me hanging with this black man who clearly got some powers that could help good or bad. Where he at? Where he at though? What? Honestly, man, I'm pretty sure he's like probably somebody like super powerful. He's going to take over when Tobias is, or he, he might be a contingency plan for Tobias. Tobias has been building shit up. Maybe he's just a contingency plan for Tobias when he gets killed or, I mean not killed, but get caught. Yeah, that's fine, and I'm okay with that, but don't bring him up so soon. Or at the very least, tease him. Every three or four episodes, put me a little scene. A little, little one-minute scene with him. Because yeah. show him up. Because I'm sure there are going to be some people, who, when he do show up, like, who the fuck is this? Yeah. I mean, I don't. I remember him because he was such an uh, impactful scene, but that was, so, mm-hmm. that, was, that was like four or five months ago. Mm-hmm. So, I don't know. Yeah. Um, so my dad is calling um, Gamby. Gamby. And they're talking about they're conf- they confirmed that Ty Green is dead. Ugh, and then here comes Tiny Tim. Which is, which is kinda stupid. Very stupid. Yeah, it was a it was a dumb scene. And then we get <laughs> Jennifer with her horrible hairdo coming down the steps and saying, Oh Gamby, <laughs> I wanna see my suit. Can't wait to see my suit on Gamby. Could you do something about my hair? You okay. know how to do hair on for gaming? Because okay. this is horrible. My parents did this to me. I should be ashamed of myself. <laughs> and Uncle Gabe was like, you know, I'm not helping cool like I used to be. So when you see your suit, just don't freak out. And then she was like, oh my God, it looks great. Like, Which it didn't. Selfie for it. it did not and look then, great. And then Uncle Gabe was just like, hey, no selfies down here, kid, with your phone. And Why do was so she... much of hair because it looks terrible. <laughs> and she was like, Uncle Gamby, I can't do anything about my hair because my parents hate me. Okay. So what do you want me to do? <laughs> selfie. Not... Let me take a selfie of my outfit, please. And he was like, let's just try it on and put you in this ball. <laughs> Which is... Maybe so... that'll fix your hair. Maybe that'll make you be quiet. She was annoying as hell. Hey, here's a, here's a thing I just thought about. Your fucking safe place was a salon and your hair looks like shit. Okay, no. What? It might look good to her. She might, you know. And then yeah. she's like in this ball dancing. Which, that was very odd. What the fuck? You have been serious to watch this moonwalk, Uncle Gammy. Watch me do these coon moves. Okay. I don't want to see you do that. Do what? He said coon moves. I just watched Leaving Neverland. No, you fam. You, oh, God. He said coon moves. <laughs> I, what? I don't know. All of a sudden, the ball just starts. Was she generating electricity? Yeah, like, static I electricity. Okay. I think that was static. I didn't understand what was going on. But there wasn't like, any carpet or any cloth. I don't. But, right. Hmm. So she just moved. I mean, you know, Michael Jackson used to do the same thing when he moonwalked. Okay, so no. And then Uncle Gambit's like, it's the, suit. the suit's not ready yet. It's like, what? No, it's her. This whole scene was stupid. Yeah, they could have did without it, honestly. Um,. Because the, the suit was suit ugly. Horrible, by the way. It was. And we know that's not the final version, but that was very was ugly. Like, I was like, why did you. This is not. like Dazzler. Not even. Kids, 
From X Men? Dazzler from okay. X Men. No. Allison Blair has had much better outfits than that. That was and I'm not even a fan of her. Um Yeah, that was that was ugly and that whole scene could have been cut out, period. We could have gone right into this next scene, which okay, how do you mm. uh, <laughs> What's the, so we get thunder? Was the was the, was the, was the party around? What the fuck? She just walks into this her apartment, still yelling Grace's name. Grace, it's me. It's me. Yeah, Lisa, in my up. super suit. Mhm. Mhm. Yeah. You know I, mean? I I was no regard for their for their their secret identities. Apparently, what secret identity? That's. At this point, they're just cosplaying themselves. No. Um, yeah, I didn't like it either. Because I feel like you haven't assured us as the viewers that there's not other people who live in this building. Right. You also have not done a good job at handling Anissa. Like, she's still doing reckless shit. Who, she would have did better dressing up as Blackbird going in there. You are wearing. Blackbird is only there to do crimes and beat up and get money. Why would she do that? It's a whole lot easier to get in my super, my super suit, my thunder suit, and go save Grace because that was that's what makes sense. No, that doesn't make sense. She's trash. Like, how do you? You don't know what's going on on the other side of this door. Gamby has so many. Gidgets and gadgets and who's and what's it's. There's nothing that you could have gotten from him to maybe slide under the door that'll give you like video surveillance of the place. Like you didn't think maybe let me go back and if I can at least get the door open, I can sneak in a camera. You just come in guns a blazing looking for Grace. Like who's to say she isn't? I mean, a- isn't that part for the quest though? She been doing that shit all season. It don't make it any better. It makes it even worse in this instance because it's somebody who you call yourself in love with. And then, not even that, you walk in and you see, you smell a dead body. Why is a dead horse? That. On Twitter, I said, Grace, I, I love you, boo. You are great. But even if you have to feast on animals, why in the fuck did you, first of all, where'd you get a horse from? Secondly, why is it a whole okay? Why is there a whole <laughs> horse? Like you couldn't get some dogs, maybe a sheep. You get a huge ass horse. I only eat the finest dogs meat, horse meats. I I just like what you the have a, you ain't had a horse burger before. I have no, and I don't need one. <laughs> it was just weird. Like why are you? Why is this? Ha- okay, it's really weird <laughs> because deaf. The smell travels. If you have neighbors, you're in an apartment building. She's not in a house. They're going to smell this. Eventually, if it's not Anissa, somebody's coming to this door. Then what? This is... I don't know, man. And then they have this, like, really crappy fight. (sighs) You know, Anissa knows uh, karate. Um, Mm. And I'm not saying that to be... Asian, I'm saying that to be sassy. She knows karate. Oh, Lord. Um, (laughs) Didn't like this scene. Didn't like random dead horse. uh, Yeah, that was unnecessary. And then, like, they was fighting, and then, I guess this this is Grace. Her eyes start glowing, which I guess 
is supposed to make her stronger? I don't know. Mm. And then I'm like, do you know she, she? Am I wrong when I say this, Rain? But she did say it was Anissa, right? Did she say that? No, I don't think. But but you still showed up at my house. I know your voice. I know that you're Anissa. Maybe it's different when the outfits are. No. And you know what? Let me she may have said Anissa, but I don't think so. But the fact that this black woman with black hair, same height and build as my girlfriend, showed up at this door. I'm what other black woman when has Grace ever interacted with Thunder at all? For her to be like Anissa sent me. No, like, so yeah, no. Even if she didn't say her name, it's painfully obvious who she is. You're yelling Grace. How many other black girlfriends have Grace had? Here, we, no, no. Mm-mm. It was still dumb. And I just feel like... You have been giving her the benefit of the doubt. I was trying. I've been trying, but I'm just, I can't anymore. This is... But what did I tell you? What? I said, after Sanjay and Purdy stuff, we're going to go back to status quo. And I be damned. Yeah, it's unfortunate. It's unfortunate for Grace, especially because you got a girlfriend who's incompetent. Like you can't even leave her. She's even then. Because <laughs> she finds you, she still doesn't. Well, she should have did if she had a witness in that house and said, "My uncle Gamby's dead." Then maybe Grace would be like, "Oh, let's get back together." Because clearly that let's worked the last have, time. Let's have sex. Damn. <laughs> Ugh. And then, oh, okay, so this next scene, so that scene wraps up when Grace turns into some animal type thing and runs out the window, but we don't see the thing she's turned into, but we move on to the next scene, and this pissed me off. Now, we get Lynn and Jennifer, they brought in some pizza, and they setting up dinner or whatever, and Jefferson and Anissa come into the scene. Anissa... Talking about some, what do you do if you know if somebody's even worth the trouble and such and such and this and that? I was like, hold up. Hold the fuck up. You have put this girl. No, no. Because if you are so head over heels in love with her, first of all, when did you decide that? Because you fucked her over for a while. Secondly, you've been putting this girl through so much shit, so much emotional turmoil, and she still found a way to take your ass back even after she expressed her, her hurt and pain. And then you couldn't even reassure her by saying, I won't try to hurt you. And now you're talking about some, oh, well, how do you know if someone's even worth all the trouble? Bitch, what? You don't deserve grace. You don't. Hey, man. I don't know. The relationship's weird. She's weird. All of this shit is weird. It's just her storyline this season has just been very strange and has a lot of holes in it like it just doesn't make none of it makes sense just it just none of it makes sense man yeah and i'm honestly i knew this was going to happen like it's so we went i don't know what made them go into their bag of tricks to be able to pull out the sanjay the two night the two week sanjay Purdy <laughs> stuff but it was just so i mean it was good her character was mm-hmm. competent relatable it was she was competent Things she was doing was making sense, and then we just go back into this shithole of a girlfriend. I don't know. Yeah, no, I don't. I, I, I'm. And then 
she got her baby hair showing in, in this scene too. So you know she mean business. I was like, girl, Demita Joe, sit the hell down. Tomorrow, oh, you know, someone's even worth the trouble. Okay, girl. Well, she loves Grace. Right? What are you talking about? But when did you decide you loved her after Uncle Gamby died? Cause you damn sure didn't give a fuck about her before. Where does love come from? She just knew she was the one. She asked her to meet her parents. Oh, I knew you was the one? When? When did I know? When you took me back after I walked all over you twice? Like, fuck out of here. <laughs> Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Then they sit down for family dinner, which I was like, and I tweeted this, and I remember specifically saying, you motherfuckers need to come up with something because I need a good-ass cliffhanger. We are at five minutes to what's the end, and they sit down having dinner. You got two more episodes left. What the fuck? Where's the fanfare? Where is the excitement? So um, we find out that Lala has been resurrected by some nigga who looked like took over Lady E's business or something. I, I think so. I don't know what was going on. Like, there are pods, kind of, sort of pod kids, but they're well, in tanks. Like, well, no, it was, a, it was, no, they went back months ago. It was like two months ago. And yeah. they showed, they, the man was pouring the guts into this weird <sighs> stuff. And yeah. And shows Lala being, what? We getting Lady Eve. We gotta be getting Lady Eve. Because when he put that shit into that tank and that man, and Lala came back to life, Unless I'm just thinking, wishful thinking. But the other two pods, there was a guy with long, with dreads, which Lady Eve had one of them niggas, and there was another guy. I think he may have had a fade. They, they the the. There was three other pools. Or mm-hmm. something like that. So. And we get Eddie Kane. Yeah. Oh. Yes. Yes. Um. Awesome. We. Go- I hope that's Lady Eve. I hope I hope Lady Eve comes back because if this man got some, is that is this is it Leviathan? No, not Leviathan. What the fuck is the, the Raja Ghouls? Uh, uh, oh, uh, 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 Lazarus. Yeah, is that, I said Leviathan. No, it's not Lazarus. Lazarus are actually like green. Yeah, well, this is something, and then there's like a a, a thicker looking person. Not as voluptuous as Lady Eve, but this—I oh, uh, don't—I don't know what's going on. And the fact that this, this man, mm-hmm. this man has guts. He has a bunch of guts. He pours them into this pool, this blue liquid, and he's resurrecting people. And then we see the resurrection of Lala. Like Lala gets resurrected, but he leaves a piece out. Like it's this part of it where he pulls this piece out and he leaves it in the mm-hmm. in the pan. And I'm like, what? I wonder what if that's what the significance of that is, or mm-hmm. is it a significance? Or I'm sure you know, it's something. But um, Lala gets resurrected. The man tells him he still has work to do. Um, uh, it's like he's telling him he's got to get it, get right by, uh, I guess, fixing the past or something like that. Mm-hmm. And um, get redemption. Mm-hmm. He's just yeah. He keeps saying like, "Why won't you just let me?" Yeah, he's like, "Why won't you let me down?" You got to get re- redemption and stuff like that. Um, it's crazy. It's weird. Yeah, especially because we don't know who this is, and I don't know if this person. We know that this person isn't working for Tobias. No. We know that this person is probably against Tobias, um, and this person doesn't seem to be the one in charge. 
though he is resurrecting people, he felt more like a henchman to me than a boss. So who else is pulling the strings? Right. Um, the, Nightcrawler might possibly. And if he is, then I'm good. But bring me more of him. Don't just tease this nigga. But I doubt it. Um, but then we get Lala and the crew cruising down the street in a six four. Um, Lawanda in the front seat, Will in the back seat, and I don't see Earl. No, mm-mm. I don't. I don't. I don't know that he's significant yet, but. I know Lawanda's like, look, nigga, if you're going to do this, you got to be smart. You got to be savage. You got to come hard. And it's like she's turning, too. And I don't want to say she's necessarily turning, but I think she's tied to him. And whatever is beneficial to Lala is beneficial to her, especially if. But that's killing Tobias. Yeah, but no, no. But that's what I'm saying. If. One, it might be peace as well, because if he keeps getting resurrected, she's along for the ride too. Um, but but no, yeah, I think um, Kellen Tobias, who set up this network that had her daughter killed, is the best thing for her. So, ooh, this is shit. But yeah, I, but Tobias, I mean, but Lala goes into how his life could have been different if he never would have met Tobias. So mm-hmm. He just, he just, just like I gotta kill him. So when we get but that ain't gonna happen. I mean, who knows? He might be the thing that kills him. Um, but what I want to know is with all these dead people popping back, where the fuck is Khalil? Where the fuck is his his tank? He need he got a score to settle. Don't write that I motherfucker. Don't, I don't want Khalil back. Shit, I don't care. I I would prefer him to be painkiller. I want I want pain. I want a real painkiller. Hmm. I do. I, I think he's a good he's a good bad guy uh, from the comic books that just kind of needs to be. Yeah. And we just need more. I I I know this is gonna sound crazy, but we just need more more villains. Yeah. No. 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 We do. They keep hitting it out of the park with the villains. Shit. You got me loving the villains. Um. But yeah, we get to this very last scene and woo. woo. Wow. That's some shit. So they gave you the cliffhanger that you wanted. They did. There's a guy watching the Pierce family, you know, a guy in a chair. Uh and we find out that that guy that works in the chairs. Yeah. Yeah, that it's more than one. It's him and it's a, another guy and a girl. And it's that Amory looking girl who was uh talking shit to um Lynn a few mm-hmm. episodes ago. But we find out that they're watching the Pierce family. Odell is over this little task force, and, and Odell's like, are the individuals in this room the only one that knows about the the Pierces? And then they're like, yes, sir. Not me. Then they I'm... talk about the feed from the satellite, and nobody else can, can get it or nothing like that. And mm-hmm. he's like, this is awesome. Let's keep it that way. Kills. All it. right, sir. And then Odell just pulls out the gat and mm-hmm. bloop, 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 drops everybody. It yeah. makes sense. No witnesses. He's the only one that needs to know about this. Yeah. But we find out that Odell has been monitoring the Pierces and he knows that their they're. Secrets. Yeah. And. And I like that. Me too. I um I want him to keep his foot on Lynn's neck. Um, I think he's going to end up being a savior in the long run. He's going to help them out. 
But what? Yeah, like I think that there's gonna be an instance where Lynn is in trouble or someone is in trouble, and nobody should be able to help them. But because he is tracking them, he's gonna find a way to help. And it's not Are you looking at him as an ally. No, I'm not. But I'm saying the survival of the Pierce family is beneficial to him. Just like how he came in and helped out when they were at the grocery store. I feel like there's going to be another instance where it's not an open space. Where Lynn or probably Lynn is going to be in trouble. Where nobody should be able to get to her. And because he is the one telling her and following her. He's going to be the one to save her. But it's not, oh I'm your knight in shining armor. It's more or less like I need this woman alive. And I need her research on her family in order. So, no, I don't see him as an ally. But I think that him monitoring her is going to come down to him exposing himself. Because, hell, you can't let her just die, you know, for whatever reason. So, hmm. yeah. I'm, I was looking at it more of I'm going to capture this family and research on them and make them my weapon. That's how I was looking at it. Mm, I don't know. I think you got more research to do before you can do that because... I don't think any of them is going to work unless you capture not even Jen. So you can't capture, I don't know. But you might be right. You might be right. You know, That's a cold, crazy prediction, I guess, because I, I really feel like he was just going to use it for weapons of his own. Mm-hmm. Just kind of, because that's his big thing. The, meta, the metas are the weapons that he needs or he wants to use. So. Mm-hmm. No, you're right. Well, fuck Issa with his ugly ass. No, um, so, <laughs> wow. so any, any final thoughts before we get into the favorites and least favorites? Um, pretty good episode to come back on, especially having, especially one, having no Tobias and two, Lala, which yeah. is always a fan, fa- well, I'm yeah. a fan, it's a fan favorite of mine. No, so you're right. I was, I was, uh, thoroughly impressed and I, I tried to not read, even though I was in the threads, I was trying to not read your tweets. Yeah. Um, just so it wouldn't spoil it, but that was a pleasant. Lala was a pleasant, pleasant surprise. I was happy uh, for that. What about you? Oh, same, same. Like I said, my my same original tweet still stands. When I saw Lala on screen, one minute in, I was good. I was good with the whole episode. That's all I needed. So yeah. Mhm. Yep. So uh, who, who's your favorite? Who's your MVP of this Come episode? On, man. Come on, man. I. Lala. Look, Come same. On, man. Same. He, 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 did the, he did the best acting out of everybody on this episode. I think that his story was so important. And it's good because we're going to get. Basically, we, Lala's like back in the fold. Mm-hmm. Like, that's awesome, man. I'm I'm, I'm geared up for that. Like, yeah. I, I want Lala back. And, yeah. Um, I like that he's like, I'm going to get Tobias. Yeah. Now, I don't know how many episodes it's going to take before we see him again. But, 13. <laughs> well. <laughs> but I'm all, I'm all and in. where is he going in that car, bro? Like, where you have no home? Well, where I you... mean, apparently he does. The man who resurrected him, or the, the henchman. Oh yeah, you're right. You're and right. And it's right. an overarching boss. You're right. So you're it's right. got to be somebody he's he going back to. Yeah. Um. But yeah, Lala's my favorite, and by extension, uh, Lawanda and Will too, because I like that whole dynamic of the three of them. I hope Earl don't come in and fuck this up, nigga. We got a good thing going. Don't be like weird. Beetlejuice. Don't, <laughs> Earl, don't be weird. <laughs> okay, uh, who's your least favorite? Anissa. Mm. Again. Yeah. Her storyline is terrible. Yeah. Her storyline is terrible. I don't 
I just don't get it. I don't understand her. I don't understand what they're doing with her. I don't get it. It just none of it makes sense to me. Mm-hmm. I just can't. I can't. It just don't work for me. No, I feel it you. Just don't. I feel you, and I feel the same way. She is my least favorite, um, even above um, Jefferson. All my my issues with Jefferson, I still think she was the worst. Like even over Henderson. So sorry. Um, what about a favorite scene? Uh, the final scene where Lala and Jefferson are in the classroom, and Lala comes. He finds out that he killed Earl. Yeah. And when he tells that story about how he tried to um, help Earl, and mm-hmm. and he did what he did, and it, and you could tell, you could see the the the, the hurt in his face. Mm-hmm. Man. That was an awesome scene. I love that scene. Yeah. Well, mine is all Lala scenes for the same reason. His the his emotion his. I don't know if this is the technical word for it, but his silent emotion, like him emoting from his face, his eyes, his body language, and, and before he even spoke, like, you know, even him throwing these chairs and be, even him, and I really bring this up because of these specific parts of the scenes, when he was talking to LaWanda and Will, but he had to act because they those actors were not in the scene. He was still very convincing, so... All the La La scenes, so yeah. And what you what you what you rating it? What, what we giving? Uh, I give it a B, solid B. Ah, that's what's up. I gave it a B as well, man. This was, yeah. And I it only they still haven't had an A. I haven't seen an A episode yet. Yeah, no. I think I will this season. Yeah, unless they pull a, you know some tricks out the bag for these last two episodes, but I, well, I couldn't give them. Be the tricks from Players Club, cause. Uh, they just came in to dance. Yeah. Um, yeah. So that that's that's that. <laughs> uh, thank you all for listening, uh, BLM Pod. And uh, shit, let the folks know where they can find you, man. Guys, you can find me on Twitter at ColeJackson12, or you can get at me on IG at ColeJackson underscore BYNK. And you can listen to me every Tuesday on the Government Podcast, where we are your checks and balances of social commentary. Good deal, good deal, good deal. And, of course, those links will be in the show notes. And, of course, me, Carefree... Okay, nigga. (laughs) You can find me, the Carefree Black Nerd, here on the Carefree Black Nerd feed, BYNK Radio. Um, All social medias at Carefree Black Nerd, except for Twitter, Carefree Blurred. Use that hashtag BLMPod. And if you so choose, email me, carefreeblacknerd at gmail.com. Um, also, really quickly, how did you find us, uh, listeners? How did you find Black Lightning Matters podcast? Tweet us and let us know. Was it a friend? Was it word of mouth? Did it pop on a, on a list? Um, did you just search in Black Lightning? Let us know how you found us and tweet us. Uh, I found you. Tweet hashtag I found you and let us know where you found us at. I'd be interested to see where the listeners um, who are here for Black Lightning, where are you guys coming from? Um, and I'm going to start letting you guys know one thing too. Don't be greedy. Share with your friends. It's always good to share. Share yeah. this podcast. Let them know, hey, I keep up with Black Lightning with Black Lightning Matters. Mm-hmm. And just share it with somebody. If they're sitting up here trying to figure out what's good about Black Lightning, hey, share this podcast with them and let them know that we're always 
<laughs> yes, 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 that is true. And if you're going to leave a review, which I would love that, give that five star reviews. Let us know uh, that it is for Black Lightning. There's a ton of shows on the Carefree Black Nerd feed, and I know you may not listen to all of them, or you may listen to every single one. But either way, if you're here for Black Lightning, leave that review and let us know. I am here for Black Lightning, and this is why. Um, yeah, this has been cool. So, thank you guys for sticking with us through this hiatus. We'll be back with some pre-gaming and some live tweeting uh, soon, next Monday, I presume. Hopefully, we can find a hairdresser for uh, Jennifer. All right, nigga. This Cause her hair look terrible. <laughs> yeah, and let us know, um, what do you feel about Jen's hair? <laughs> so, I know yeah. what they feel. They feel sad for that girl. Man, that hair right, is We right. should start a GoFundMe for her hairstyle. For her hairstyle, Perina got them braids. Get them braids. Mm -hmm. Need some. Get some box braids. Get some some faux locks. Get some. This man. <laughs> this motherfucker look like. I don't know. She just look bad. She shooting bad, dog. Cole not a fan, y'all. Cole ain't a fan. This guy, this guy deserves a better hairstyle. She gonna be superhero. Well, she might. She might. We might get some slick backs. Uh, a pimp named uh -huh. Slickback. Mr. Terrific? <laughs> Holy shit. Perhaps. Uh, but she is terrific. And uh, <laughs> thank you all for listening in. We appreciate you. Um, one love, one love, or all that good shit. So until next time, guys, stay carefree, stay nerdy, stay geeky. Cool. Stay the hell out of Freeland because they'll give you a bad hairstyle. <laughs> Bye, y'all. Bye. <laughs> Thank you, you bears.